Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. State Farm agents know that in life, anything can happen. You might buy your dream car on impulse or come to a broken-in apartment. Maybe say yes to a proposal from your significant other and start a family. Or find yourself in a fender bender when you least expect it. Whatever happens when it comes to home and auto insurance, State Farm agents are there to help. And with over 19,000 agents in neighborhoods across the U.S., there could be one just around the corner. So contact an agent today because no matter what neighborhood you're from or whatever stage of life you're in, Check out statefarm.com today to find an agent in your neighborhood. State Farm, talk to an agent today. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We're going to talk Vanderpump with David Jacoby, but first, joined by Liz Kelly. Hi, Liz. Hello. Of Tea Time. Check it out on Fridays on Ringer Dish. We are here to discuss Love is Blind, the three-week event, as as Netflix said. Um, we're going to talk spoilers because Liz and I have both finished the show, much to our own um, horror, shock, who knows. <laughs> uh, Liz, over what period of time did you watch the show? I watched it in one day. All of it? Yeah. Oh, my God, great. Or maybe a day and a half. Yeah, it was I, quick. I watched nine episodes in one day. And did then, you? And then I watched the finale separately, yeah. Yeah. Because they made you wait for that. What was the most surprising development in the end to you? In the end, so you said already spoilers alert. I'm shocked that they made each couple actually stand at the altar in a suit and wedding dress and then decide. Okay, thanks for bringing this up. So by the end, in case you haven't watched the show, here's the basic premise. Single men and women are matched up on dates, but they can't see each other. They both enter into like, quote unquote, pods, which is like basically like a really fancy closet, large, fancy closet. <laughs> and they stare instead of they can like move around the room. You see them drinking. They're writing in notebooks, taking notes about the people they're talking to, which is really funny. Yeah. And then they're like basically staring at a translucent blue wall. And, like, that's it. They're alone in this room. My favorite part is when they feel really connected to the other person. So they go up against the the blue wall and they're like, I can feel you. And they're, like, you know, inches apart. But they're, like, using this wall as this, like, weird space vortex thing. Do you like talking to strangers? No. I love talking to strangers. Like, a lot. I find it fun. Can you open up to strangers? You'd have to, right off the bat, be like, this is my greatest trauma. These are my greatest fears. Yeah. It's my worst nightmare, quite honestly. When I do open up to strangers, I regret it. Like, definitely, (laughs) definitely not. I like talking to them, but it's really hard to build a rapport with someone new if you can't see each other. Because you don't know how your jokes are landing. Like, I liked... Liz, you've been on many a conference call with me. Yes. I love to crack a joke. You love cracking <laughs> jokes. With, with with people I don't really know on yeah. conference calls. And it's hard to tell how those jokes land. When they don't land, you're very, very yeah. aware. I support you always. You know I always throw you a laugh. But yeah, I found <laughs> that you. not seeing each other made these people so bold, which is maybe like to their demise ultimately. But you can say really flirty things. You can say really yeah. personal things, which then caused issue later because then when they saw each other, no one wanted to say anything. Yeah, there's sort of like no repercussions for saying something crazy. Yeah. And I will just say, like, no one no one really opened up immediately about, like, their biggest trauma or mm-hmm. whatever. But people did get real pretty quickly. Yeah. It seemed like their relationships were more successful in a vacuum in the pods than they were in the real world. Well, right. If you remember later in the season, the two of the couples go back to that pod setup. Mark's perfect okay. date for Jessica was Not in two, two separate two rooms. rooms. And they spoke to each other. Between walls, and then uh, Giannina, Gigi, yeah, yeah. they call her G on the show, right? And Damien, they had a whole fight, but in separate rooms, staring at walls. 
they're the two most intriguing couples. So Damien's <laughs> my pick for most likely to be a serial killer previously or in the future. Yeah, I buy that. And I think Jessica is the crowd most hated. I think that she's like, I wouldn't call her a villain, although she does pull a villainous move at the end. Mm-hmm. But I would say in general, Jessica has gotten the strongest and worst feedback. As yes. far as I can tell, very unofficial sample. Yes, I think Amber's not perfect, certainly. But you're right. She definitely had a nice arc and then they end up together. So Amber is going to be legendary forever because she says that she has a $700 credit card limit because of all of her makeup due, or all of her debt due to buying makeup. Oh my God. That's, that's some real, that's, that's very real. I think there's probably a lot of people who can relate, but I yeah. just want to say Amber, I hope you find your way out of debt. She also has student loan debt, which many people do as well. Yeah. Amber's troubles were, were too real. Jessica, I I, I, it's almost like Amber and Barnett. They're still together. Amber and Barnett. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. They are. So, I want to talk about Jessica and Mark for a second. So okay. after the pods, if, if you make it, so eight couples got engaged, but only six were chronicled on the show. Mm-hmm. The creators were surprised by how many people got engaged, which like, I'm not that surprised by. If you like look at online dating, it's sort of like basically agreeing to go on a date from like online dating, yeah. dating essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I was interested in like how much people like relaxed in the rooms, like mixed it up. Yeah. Barnett was like lying on the ground, having drinks, whatever. People got comfortable. I would have drank for sure. I would have been so uncomfortable. I would have just been like, please, two bottles Absolutely. of white wine <laughs> <laughs> or something. And then I would have fallen asleep. Yeah. But um, after the pods, then the next phase of the show was the couples all went to Playa del Carmen, Mexico, which is a very common vacation destination. I noticed they had to go to the public beach when they had when they went to the beach, which I found hilarious. That was so good. And also I was thinking because we're on Bachelor Party, the differences between yes. this and then Bachelor. Also, the confessionals happened in the most random spots. Poor uh, Lauren was in the middle of her apartment, yeah. standing up, horrible lighting. They have to like on the fly kind of do these like bachelor-esque confessionals about the scene. Have you watched Married at First Sight? No, I can't. Fiance? I can't. So the creators of Married at First Sight also, or the same production company to that show and this show. And it has very heavy Married at First Sight vibes. Mm. These people all reminded me of the types who would have gone on Married at First Sight, which also had production in Atlanta for a while, which is where this show was based. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was very similar to like people are just like, how did you end up here? Like right. you seem normal. Right. Well, that's it. So you want to talk about Mark and Jessica. Mark seems normal. Only 24 years old. Mark Anthony Cuevas. Why? 24 years old, ready to have a kid. We would not be aware of Mark and Jessica's ages. How if Jessica had not talked about it, like every other sentence, (laughs) she's like, I'm 34 in two years. Will he be willing to have a kid? Well, at 26, does he want to do that? And when I'm 64, Will he be okay with that when he's 54? She kept going to that. She's like, now we have a child and then you're 40 and I'm 50. Like, it's only 10 years. The math is extremely simple. She didn't have to take it decade by decade. Mark understands. Yeah, we all understand. Also, one thing she doesn't understand, though, that I think most people do is that as you get older, the age differences matter less and less. Mm -hmm. And so, Jessica, it's actually like, as long as you can make it through the next 10 years, you'll be fine. By the time Mark gets to 34, like, you'll be all good. Also, there's so many couples where the woman is 10 years older. It's not that big of a deal. I understand, like, fine, 24 is kind of young. Yes. But, like, if he's ready and he wants to do it, like, why is she trying to talk him out of it? Well, that's the thing. She tried talking him out of this relationship so many times because, under, I mean, the underlying feelings that she loves Barnett or yes. used to. There were so many red flags in Mark and Jessica's relationship. It's hard to just, pinpoint. Just name a few. Okay. Red wine. Mm. She let her dog drink her red wine, which is toxic. That's awful. 
It's absolutely. I didn't notice that. As it's I, criminal. I'm dog blind. That's awful, though. <laughs> yeah, she just leans over and just pours, like, puts it in his mouth, and the dog starts lapping it up. I almost screamed. I didn't. I, I somehow missed that. That's awful. Absolutely atrocious. The next is her baby talk, where she'll switch okay. and be like, Mark, there's 10 years, but I love the beach. <laughs> it's like not even baby talk. It's just weird. Her voice, her it's 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 not cool to make fun of a woman's voice because it's like a it's a go-to insult for a mm. lot of women. I've certainly had it lobbed at me. I'm sure you have as you mm-hmm. as podcasters. But Jessica switches from like a regular voice to like an affected voice. Yes. And it's like almost to it's like the equivalent of like in Big Daddy when they put the when um he when Adam Sandler puts the paper over the spills. He just like mm-hmm. doesn't wanna mm-hmm. are you familiar with this? I am, yes. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. It's very similar. Jessica pulls out the baby voice to like avoid any of the conflict. Right. And it's so irritating. But but moreover, she's just not into him and she's just not nice. Right. She's not a nice person. She thought there are 48 hours in a day. She told Barnett, she goes, there are 48 hours in a day and I thought of you for 46 of them. Was she drunk when she said that though? Probably. I'm not sure. But If if you're Mark. So Mark and Jessica, they didn't get married. Right. She, she's mean. She should have broken up with him. She knew. It was insane. She also, she had no friends or family come to the wedding. She was chewing gum as she was up on the altar. Yeah. Like she was like straight up mean to him. (laughs) I hope that he's mad at her. He should be. But she is, she is uh, straight up mean. They're no longer together. She also, very tellingly, she now splits her time between Chicago and LA. So Jessica wanted to be on TV. Okay. And do you want to know what her punishment is? What? Not only is she not married, still not married. She had to sit on this for 18 months because they fucking filmed this show in October of 2018, which is honestly insane. Like, that's so long ago. I've said honestly insane many times, but that was just incredibly a long time ago. And yet uh, she had like they had to keep this a secret. But do you think they had to keep it a secret? The Bachelor, uh, when they have that couple of month period where Mm -hmm. they're trying to be together in secret. I get that. That's a high stakes situation. You don't want that to be leaked. Also, because of the system, like the Bachelor's already famous. Any pictures of them will, will go viral. But what's the point if you're married in 2018, like you're sitting on this TV show, who knows if it's going to get made? Nick Lachey is trying to peddle money into it, trying to put it somewhere. Why keep Highest, it a secret? How much do you think the Nick Lachey got paid? I mean, who, who, have you watched Encore on Disney Plus? No. Oh my God. It's, it's like, do you know what it is? Uh-uh. It's about, um, high school reunions. It's basically like high school classes come back together and stage the musical they did when they were in high school. So it's like the 1986 class of Beverly Hills High School redoes their production of The Sound of Music. I'm That's like, actually a wonderful idea. I like that it's a, a lot. Tra- it's a pretty charming show. It's hosted by Kristen Bell. And by that, she appears for the first 30 seconds of every episode. And mm-hmm. then that's it. I was wondering who has a higher price per minute. Nick Lachey or Kristen Bell? Because they're both like ostensibly host these shows. Right. But they are barely on them. They are strangers to these people. Nick and Vanessa are hosting a YouTube reunion next week. It's a reunion on the Netflix YouTube channel next week. I can't wait. I I basically watch reality shows for the reunions, except for The Bachelor. It's the only one where I don't don't feel that way. But they're basically, I I don't know why Nick and Vanessa were involved at all. They, They show up the first night of the pods. They show up in Mexico. It's possible they saw them more than we saw on the show, but like, I don't know when. They also didn't build any rapport with the people on the show. They just kind of showed up and then left. It feels, it felt really actually unnatural every single time they were around. Nick Lachey is like a weird host. Did you ever watch the sing-off that he hosted? I love Nick Lachey. I love 98 Degrees was my first concert as a a seventh grader. Mm -hmm. It was our first real concert. It's great. Uh, Hardest thing is an all-time hit. Well, it's a good gig for him and for them both. I mean, yeah, that it's a, a package deal. 
I was wondering. I, I was wondering, like, do they just like bring their whole family to Mexico for that that little trip? Probably. But Probably. I, I don't understand why he I, why he was on it. And they don't even appear at the wedding. Like, get Nick Lachey, right. get Nick Lachey to get ordained. Uh, <laughs> oh my Vanessa, god, that's a great idea. And they could they could marry these couples. That's so true. I don't I don't understand what they were thinking, but the whole Lachey thing was really weird. But back to Mark and Jessica. Mark is going to have to see Jessica confront Barnett and Amber, being like, "Are you guys really into each other?" I just I just want to make sure. Oh, and Jessica yeah. did it both sober and drunk. <laughs> Two times she like confronted Barnett to be like, are you sure about Amber? And it's like, Jessica, he's sure it's not you. He might not be sure about Amber, but he's sure it's not you. I'm not Move sh- on. I'm not sure Barnett is even a real person. It felt like just, he felt so stereotypical to me. Stereotypical fuckboy. And he is considered like the hot guy, quote unquote, oh. on the show. Love is blind. Love is blind, you're right. But he was the one that everyone— He had three women in those pods wanting to be proposed to by him. Yeah, I know. I, I Well, I think, you know, I, I do think it speaks to Jessica's maturity that she's mm. interested in Barnett, mm-hmm. which is, like, obviously not really going to work out. Although, mm-hmm. Barnett and Amber were, like, a pretty likable couple by the end. They seemed, like, actually, well, like, a, a good fit. Shocking. I thought by the bachelor party time that I was like, I actually hate Amber. She got super drunk, was being crazy. Yeah. And then I came around on her. And now she's blonde. Yeah. I was, so back to what the 18 month like layover or whatever. Yeah. Someone like Amber obviously lives her Instagram validation. Imagine not being able to put your boyfriend on your Instagram. I know. Or you can't, you can't even do close friends. You can't. What if someone screenshots that true. shit and puts it on Reddit? Well, G yeah. is a solepreneur, according yeah. to our Instagram. So there's a lot of missed content that she could have done. Absolutely. I know they're broken up, but apparently they, they got back together and they're dating. <gasps> What? Damien and G no! are, are dating. <laughs> she has a short time left on this earth, that means most, most likely. I know it was serious. I know that classically Jessica was seen as the crazy one. I think G she is crazy. was by far and away. I thought I think she's so acutely aware that she was on television and being filmed. The theatrics yes. of the way that she spoke was not human. They reminded me the most of a married at first sight couple where you're okay. just like, you're not evenly matched at all. You're right. both really temperamental. You don't give each other like any, you don't give each other anything but negative feedback. Like, yeah, there's no positive except for like declaring that you love each other, which you, which you don't. Yeah. There's no like, I really like this about you or thank you for doing this for me or like small acts of kindness because you ultimately really care about each other. Right. There was, there was nothing there, but like just this desire for drama and to be on TV. Right. I think she wins for most, uh, or like MVP quote of the entire season when they're talking about their sex life. Oh yeah. And, and she was like, there's a, there's a reason why. I've never said you're the best I've ever had. Do you know how you tell me that this is the best sex of your life? You ever notice that I don't return the compliment? <laughs> I was shocked. That's straight That's straight off of TLC. I, you, you should watch Married at First Sight if you okay. like this. People love that show. It's Married at First Sight and 90 Day Fiance are super depressing. I think part of it is because you also watch it over like many weeks. Mm-hmm. I would say 90 Day Fiance is one of the most depressing shows. I just, have you ever heard of Danielle and Muhammad from 90 Day Fiance? No. They were like on season two. It was like many years ago at this point. I'm haunted by the memory <laughs> of them. It was such a horrible, like, obviously, like one, I won't say who, but Liz is looking at me right now. I can barely speak. Thinking about Danielle and Muhammad makes me so <laughs> sad but he was obviously using her for a green card okay and she was just clearly a very vulnerable woman and he took advantage of her and the these this show i found less depressing i think because you could binge watch it and you didn't have to like revisit like the torture every week of like these people looking for love coming fresh off of 
Love Island, which is over many weeks, every night. It's an hour episode. I was really pleasantly surprised that they like got this shit done very quickly. Which Love Island were you watching? All I'm, I've watched up until the most recent one. Oh my god! Yeah, so the, Car- the death of Caroline Flack must have been very upsetting for you. It actually was. Yeah, it was a weird end to the season, and the people I wanted to win didn't even win. Love, Love Island is problematic. Yes, it I, is. I don't know if they'll keep doing it. Is one of my questions. Yeah, it's a different pod to discuss all that. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Mess. But like there, so there's like the super dark dating show. Then there's The Bachelor, which is like so contrived with very clear rules of engagement, mm-hmm. no pun intended. Like people know what they're signing up for. And this is like somewhere in the middle, I think, between fun, like let's have this whole ecosystem around it, but like The Bachelor and and then like super dark. I, I don't know yeah. how these people live. TLC programming. This is in the middle, I would say. That's true. There's certainly less fantasy here than in the Bachelor franchise. Most of these couples break up. Yeah. Jessica was like, no, but how could Jessica have even made it to the altar? I'm sorry. On a reality show, you're not forced to do anything. Maybe there's financial incentives to make it to Mm. the wedding. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just so fucked up that she did that because Mark really wanted it to work. I know. Well, it feels weird. You know, in The Bachelor, the final episode, you someone says one speech and then the person who's either going to get proposed to or proposed says another and then says, but, yeah. and then starts breaking up with them. This felt even worse for some reason because Jessica was saying like, I love you, smiling, giving all these signals. At least the Bachelor person in question always looks a bit somber. Yeah. These people had no idea. None, none. And then Kenny and Kelly don't get together. Oh, that was savage as well. Kenny yelling, you know, just these women, like tell them beforehand, You all of these people. I but know. Kenny yelling at the camera was great. It, it felt like a real, like it was like a win for Netflix and uh-huh. for the people who made the show that, Ken, mm-hmm. that Kenny yelled at the camera. You always want that in a, in a t- reality TV breakup. I do. You also always want someone running at some point, yes. like away from the cameras to like, stop filming me moment. And we also got that because G took off, fell down a hill, and then her mom had to come and grab her like miles down. Um, It was, it, her running was really dramatic. I liked her dress a lot. I did too. Um, It was great. I also just wanted to note that I, I feel like this show will definitely have a season two. I also think it got a bump because of The Circle because did you watch The Circle? Oh yeah. I actually couldn't get into that at all. I think that the algorithm, they're like, if you watch any of The Circle, Fed You Love is Blind. So I feel like Netflix mm. is like, is like figuring it out. I know, Julia. I'm actually at this crossroads. I feel like I need to stop watching romance reality TV. Me too. It, it, like, I feel bad I, every time I finish something. I feel like I need like a, a whole digital detox. I do too. I've just been like watching so much TV lately, and I'm like, I need to take, I need to take a step away. And from this. this specific kind of TV, I need to like realign myself <laughs> and start focusing on other things. I think Love Is Blind is my uh, I know. rock bottom. It kind of made me feel dirty. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree, too. but I, I'm also glad I watched because it was like a real phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, Liz, thank you so much for watching so we could talk about it. Catch Liz on Tea Time on Fridays. And now let's talk to David Jacoby about Vanderpump Rules. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Hi, buddy. What's happening, Juliet? It wasn't the best episode of Vanderpump, but something so major happened that I yes. am so excited to discuss it. And another thing is, is like, listen, not everything's going to be perfect. Not every episode is, is going to be fire. Yeah. But like, even a bad episode of Vanderpump is, I'll still watch it twice. You sure. know what I mean? Yes, like, like, I'll still enjoy it. It's just like, it's like uh, hanging with your best friend. Like, some hangs are better, but it's always good. Yeah, exactly. There's a baseline of quality and happiness you can accept, expect. Um, this week, on Vanderpump Rules, there was a new addition to the cast. Mm-hmm. Someone we've heard about for a long time and only really seen in the tabloids. Mm-hmm. Randall fucking 
Emmett is on the show. Randall is on the show. He's doing fake scenes to move story along. It's, and he and him and Jax have a bromance. Randall being on the show is, it's just, oh, I love it so much. Jax is really happy about it. Jax is so happy to have someone in his age demo that he's just like over the moon. That's, I, I'm really happy it, it for It came Jax. up early. It early. came up early. early. It came up early. <laughs> it came up early. And also when Jax was explaining that, why him and Randall are friends, he's like, Randall's flown us to the Bahamas. He's <laughs> flown us to Mexico. He's flown us to Miami. We're really close friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Rand Randall basically flies people places and then they become friends. I was wondering about that. We've always wondered how rich is Randall. And I, mm -hmm. I still don't really believe it, but I guess the answer is pretty rich. I don't think you can make that much money just like making movies. You know what I mean? Like, like I think there's like the the 1% of people like that produce movies that make a lot of money, but you don't get like flying private's expensive. And he seems to do it like to like the grocery store. Right. Flying private. That, that's a good point. Cause there is like, you can get like, I don't know, fancy car rich, you know, and like have like a pretty easy life. Oh and, yeah. Like, I know some really rich people that fly first class. Yeah. Exactly. Really rich people. But private yes. is a whole other level. Mm -hmm. And they flew private to Solvang for no reason. I suppose a short flight is like not that expensive, but like even at that point, it's like why just drive? It's three hours. Like it doesn't make. Yeah, any I had sense. a great weekend in Solvang once. I didn't. Wedding I've, weekend. Been, I've never been, but okay. Oh, you've I, never I, been? I've been it's to the, the area. You know, it's the Dutch town, right? Yes, I've been to the oh, there's area. This one, oh, it's this fine. one place is the best pancakes in the world. If you're ever in Solvang, hit up that pancake spot. Woo! I recently Woo! declined to go to Solvang. Like a whole group of my friends went together, and I was like, yeah, I'll stay here. But, you know. He didn't miss much. It is a small town. I know. It is I, a small, small town. Right now, I'm just, like, really clinging to urban centers. Even last night, I was, like, driving through L.A., and I was, like, basically, like, driving to, like, all these abandoned warehouses. And I was, like, I just want to be where the people are. I don't want to go, like, into the country. I'm not interested. Anyway, enough about me. Back to Randall. Randall is on the show. And not only is he on the he show. Is. And I was, because when I saw it, I was, like, has he been on the show yet? No. He has no, not. right? He has not. They just not. talked about it. What happened? Like, at what point was he just like, no, I refuse to do that? And then Lala is finally just like, here's what's happened. His divorce is finalized. That's my guess. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Randall's like, okay, start paying me to be on this show. My money will is is good. I'm good to accrue some new income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened, in my opinion. Also, Lala and Randall's ex have like been in some photos together. I think there's a whole smoothing over of that situation. Mm. I think I think things are improving in Randall Emmett's life. Not to mention the fact that he then was attached to a very successful and popular movie called The Irishman. The so, Irishman, yeah. <laughs> things are looking up for Randall, and and to and to celebrate, um, two things happened. One, he ordered two fried chicken sandwiches, but no bread on either. And Jax put him in his wedding as a Tom Sandoval replacement. Okay. So things are Wait, really no, looking up for no, Randall. No, no, no. Juliet, Juliet, you can't breeze through this fried chicken order. Okay. You cannot breeze. They okay. go to dinner in Los Angeles. He's like, can I have the fried chicken sandwich, but just the chicken? And then he said two orders of that. And then he looked at Lala like, is that, is okay, that okay, Lala? And I think there's a, there's a certain type of Los Angelino that I absolutely adore. The ones that's like, listen, I know you guys are all about yoga and green juices and kale salads, but like that ain't me. That's so, me. <laughs> so whatever. I'm still, I'm just going to live an unhealthy lifestyle, even though that all y'all are joining this cult of health. I'm not in the cult. Y'all are crazy. I'm having fried chicken. A couple, a couple things about it. First of all, Randall acts as if like giving up the bun is getting rid of carbs. However, it's fried chicken. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was wondering that myself. I was like, is he doing this for health, or does he still think want more room in his stomach for more chicken? Like, I, I don't think he's doing it for like, oh, I'm on a diet, hold the bread, but give me 
four breasts of fried chicken. Here's why that order is a huge mistake. Because one of the best things about a fried chicken sandwich is the way that then the slaw and the condiment and the yes. chicken all work together. And so by sacrificing the bread, I don't even care about the bun, although a good potato bun is delicious. But mm-hmm. sacrificing that perfect mix of condiment, slaw, and chicken is really bad. So I'm just concerned that he's shorting himself. I was concerned himself. about that, too. I considered that. I was like, do you just get the chicken dry or do they put, like, sauce and, like, stuff on it? Just not the bread. I was wondering about that very thing. Because i that's one of the best things about a fried chicken sandwich. And I, I feel sad for, for Randall if he was just having dry fried chicken. Like, he's missed out. Got, got to get those um, accoutrements on the side. You know one thing that, that concerns me when I see a fried chicken sandwich on the menu? What's that? Sometimes, like, the chicken's too thick. You know what I mean? So you get, like, an inch and a half of chicken, and you're like, I don't want that much. It's like when you go to a New York City deli, I'm always just like, turkey sandwich. Just a little bit of turkey, though. Like, I don't need too much turkey. It's very hard to control for your chicken, like in general. Like you just when you order chicken, like you don't unless it's very specific, like a roast chicken, chicken breast, like at like a fancy restaurant. You don't know what you're gonna get. It's it's tough. I'm not a I'm not a big chicken person for this reason because I like to know a little what? bit more. Not yeah. a big chicken person. I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. What? I can only be me, Jacoby, and that me is not that into chicken. What about like chicken tikka masala? No, I don't like Indian food. Don't like Indian food. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Don't like Indian food. Oh, I love Indian food. I know. Most people do. It's Sag paneer, chicken tikka, vegetable curry, naan, garlic naan. I know. It's weird. Most people really like it. I like, when I was in London, I had it. I liked it. Doll? Oh, anyway. So then. Not for me. Randall and Jax's relationship, we've talked about the genesis of it, which is basically flying to, you know, It's beaches. Randall being rich and Jax benefiting from it. <laughs> exactly, which is, you know, it seems like Randall has a lot of those relationships. Classic classic L.A. relationship, too. Yes. Um, how, how much do you think they really know each other? I think two years is a really short time for a friendship. I mean, I think you can do some really meaningful work in two years, but for a mm-hmm. friendship— you know, they're both in relationships. It's not like they're like roommates. Like you can only do how many days per year are you spending together? Like yeah. 365. It's really like a hundred are up for grabs. I would say they are spending maximum 20 days a year together. That's not that oh, much. That's a lot. And it's also on group vacations. Really yeah, too. Like, I don't think that I, I don't think they've ever hung out just Randall and Jax once. What I'm just throw that, throwing Jax, that out there. What would they do together? Like, go oh, to the I know exactly range? what they're doing. They're going to the strip club. That's what they're doing. Gross. Yeah. Randall and Jax are just, they, I think they can just sort of like, um, they can, you know, both sort of look at each other and be like, you want to do something really stupid and immoral? And they'll be like, yes. You don't <laughs> you think know? it's stupid and immoral. It's fine. You don't need to pretend that you do. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I think, no, no, you're, you're missing the point. I really oh. enjoy it. A nice gentleman's club. But there are things you can do in a gentleman's club oh, that are stupid and immoral sure. so, that I I've think Randall hustlers. is getting yeah. into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay, exactly. okay. Yeah, so they're not even like compass mentis for, for their um, time of becoming friends. So it's not a real friendship. Jax is just no. such a fucking groomzilla. He's I out of it. control. And so this is a good segue into our next topic. Jax has uh, anointed Randall. He's made it to the wedding party because Tom Sandoval, formerly one of his best men, is out as a result of him questioning the pastor who deserved to be questioned. Jax, mm-hmm. get a grip. I'm pissed about this, it. No, this is, this is, Jax has been doing this. He's been wielding the, the groom power the entire time just to make people apologize to him and do whatever he wants. And is he in the right here? no. But Tom, just apologize, man. Just make it right. Here's another thing. It's also like, I know he's going to end up at the wedding. 
right? I mean, you yes. probably know because you, yes. you've stalked the wedding on social, to, but does. I know he's going to end up there. But it's just like, why are why are we doing this? Are we doing this for the show? I mean, are, are we doing this? Is this real? And if you're Tom, just apologize, man. It what doesn't is, matter. What is your answer to that? Like, why are Jackson Sandoval having this falling out? Is it real? I, I think it might be producer created. Mm. I think I, some of it's real, but some of it, I think some of it's real, but they shoot certain scenes like the, like the, the, the tete-a-tete in, in, in the in back the, of yeah, Sir. Yeah, in the alley. That, did, that didn't feel real. But at Peter's terrible baseball birthday party in Koreatown, <laughs> that, I think, was real. So, Tom, we know, doesn't work at Sir. So, when he was bartending, I was like, this is a red flag. Like, it's just like, he doesn't work here anymore. He has Tom Tom. Yeah. And a plot point last season was that he had graduated out of it. So, it's just like... The problem with Tom Sandoval is we know he loves theater and he loves dressing up, but he's not a good actor. He has a very clear, <laughs> this is staged face. So when he was having the fight with Jax, it was just really clear that he that that he had prepared these lines. Perhaps they did the scene a few times over and over. The mm-hmm. weirdest part of it was when he- Oh, like, I know what you're going to say. When he when squatted. He didn't sit down? Yes. yes. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Yes, yes, And yes. then he went to get the chair. Like, what was he doing? <laughs> I just, I look, I noticed that too. It was like- Jax is seated in the chair. There's only one chair. So Tom is like, do I sit against the wall? Do I sit down? But he ended up doing like a like a, a prison picture gangster squat for oh a second. God. He's got these really uncomfortable boots on too that you know like when you squat, it starts to crease. And it's like, ah, oh. So then he went and got another chair. Yeah, he, he realized at a certain point that it was not going to be a one take. So he's like, oh, yeah, I, yes. I need the chair. Yeah, I need the chair now. For continuity <laughs> purposes, the producers are like, get the chair, dude, because the, like, if the squat, we can't cut between shots. Do you think the chair is always there? Or like, do they always have yeah. stacks of chairs just for yeah. people to sit on? Yeah, st- I, I, I saw it. It had a cushion on it. I was like, what about if it rains? I was wondering about that too. And I have some backyard yeah. patio furniture. It's very hard to maintain here in LA because of the sun and the moisture. But like the yes. sun ruins everything. And the, when it does rain, you're just like not prepared for it. Outdoor no. furniture is just kind of gross. Do you want to know what I'm not into as a yard? I've had one for almost five years and I use it one oh. one day per year and it's for my Passover Seder. Like, that's it. I, I'm like, well, I'm not- listen, I really enjoy that Passover Seder. So. Thanks. I'm you moving. Know. So people are worried it might not happen for 2020. I'm working. You're moving? I'm moving. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Wait, what? You're moving? <laughs> I'm moving to Mid-City. You're moving to Mid-City? Yeah, your old stomping grounds. I forgot, I forgot to tell you. Live friend update here on the podcast. You're moving. Did you find the place already? I did, yeah. What do you like about it? Tell me about it. Uh, it's just kind of like a perfect situation to double the size. Uh, it's like taking over a sublet. It's just my, a friend of mine lives on the street. It's just really, it's working out. Well. Oh, who lives on the street? My friend Shannon. It's great. Oh, <laughs> Shannon's going to be right there. Yeah, it's awesome. So anyway... I, but I don't have a backyard. I do not care because it's it's just like whatever. I don't I don't need it. I'm not trying to stage fights like Jackson Tom Sandoval. <laughs> no, you do not need to do that. So, so here's here's my thing about Jackson Tom Sandoval and Ariana and Brittany is weird too because yeah. like Brittany isn't as mad kinda and like she still wants Ariana to come, but you can't disinvite just Tom Sandoval. But it's not really just to disinvite did, Ariana because she didn't really did, do though. anything. They just disinvited Tom Sandoval, not Ariana. Yeah. Ariana's still a bridesmaid. Sandoval yeah. out, Ariana still in. It's it's a it's a little weird, but it's, I get the logic. You're like, well, Ariana really wasn't that much of a jerk about this, so I'm not mad at her. So why should she be punished because her boyfriend was a jerk about this? If but they were her, if they were legally married, do you think they'd be treating them differently? Maybe. Because I but think it's Jack's Zilla, though. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. doing whatever he wants. But not but a the lot thing of is, logic behind Jack's actions. Yeah, not a lot of logic behind Jack Jack's actions. But there's also the the angle where it's like. Tom is doing this thing. He's like, well, my girlfriend is bi. And he said things about the LGBTQ plus community. And 
you know, and, and I can't stand for that. I'm sticking up for her. It's like, well, then why are you 17 times more mad than Ariana about this? Totally. Well, they definitely like show their emotions differently. So there is, there is that, but I, I agree. Like Stassi and Lala were like, guys, just apologize. So you can go to the wedding. And she, she's right. Like, I guess it, you don't apologize for what you said, but it's apologize for how you said it. That's a classic Jacobiism right there. Yeah, exactly. And also like, I, I don't mean 90% of the apologies that I get dish out. Same. I'm an over apologizer. So and it's not even over apologizing. It's like people, some people really hold on to the word sorry. And like only if they really mean it, well, I'm not saying sorry. You know what I mean? It's like, like that type of thing. It's like, I don't care. What am I trying to, what, what contest am I trying to win? I'm sorry. If right. you're mad, I'm sorry. And I'll even say I'm sorry for things that I'm not sorry for. I just don't care. I just don't want you to be mad at me anymore. I want to go to the wedding. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're the best, Jax. We all want really to go to Kentucky. The only good part yeah. about this fight was it led to a great Sandoval and Schwartz one-on-one in which mm. Schwartz just had some incredible, incredible quotes. So this means that Sandoval being out means that Schwartz is the lone best man. So he would have to give... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Schwartz said, I don't know how to be a best man. <laughs> he told Sandoval, your heart is unrivaled. Yes, yes. And he also said that he does not know how to tie a bow tie. And so as a result, Sandoval offered to give him a survival kit so that he would know how to do it. And pre-tie all the bow ties. And I'm not really, I don't really know exactly how bow ties work, but like, I don't know if you can pre-tie them and then like tighten them up. I don't think that's something that bow ties do. But I do know this personally. I had a bow tie for my wedding and I was like, I'm just going to, I've got an hour and a half. Let me just go on YouTube. I'll spend an hour and a half. I'll get this thing done. How hard can it be? About 50 minutes in, I was like, screw this. I'm going to Men's Warehouse. And I'm giving somebody $20 to tie this thing because this is ridiculous. And also like YouTube videos, uh, Schwartz. Like just, you know, Google it. Like you have a I phone. Tried. I tried. And Schwartz is incapable of anything. I so, think like, Stassi if, could if do I it If I can't get him. it done. Stassi could do it. Stassi could tie a bow tie. Some, even though she, she has probably never worn one, I bet she can do it. Yeah, he. I feel like she once did it for her brother, if, I, if I'm recalling correctly, or something like that. But she's like in the fashion space, OOTD, she'd figure yep. it out, you know? And it would be good content, actually. It would be an opportunity for all of them. I just want to say, Schwartz hates any responsibility. I know. Just any type of responsibility. Like, being a best man, which I haven't been. I was sort of a pseudo best man, but um, not that hard. Not no. that hard. Not that hard. Especially since Jack's already planned all of his his events anyway. Plus, yeah, it's all, plus exactly. Bravo's planned them, so you're fine. All the hard part's done. Yeah, don't worry. You don't it, have to do anything. The Schwartz and Sandoval relationship, though, is, is really something. It's very genuine, I think. Yeah, I really love those two together. I do, too. It's pretty it's Not pretty as much fun. as I love Randall and Jax, but oh I do God. love those two together. <laughs> Can you imagine Schwartz as a father? Like, this man could, oh, could have children point. soon. He could. I did not think of that. I did not think of that. And Katie seems like she'd want to have kids. I, I just, Schwartz as a dad is is not a happy thought. No, no. Not happy, not happy for them. Also related to the wedding while we're talking about it, Lisa's mom passed away, so she might not be able to go to the wedding. It's like. Yeah, that was a lot. That a lot, Kind of like a lot of things just like dropped into this episode. And the end, the, the last 10 minutes of this episode, I was just like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, let's, like, talk, what, let's, let's talk about Ariana happened, for a second. What happened in my feel-good Vanderpump rules? No. Like, this is making me sad. Is this appropriate? What's happening? I want Ariana to leave the show. I think Ariana needs some, like, shake things up in her life a little bit, or just maybe things need to be different. And I, I'm afraid that the show is not helping. Because, like, she had to have, like, a confrontation with one of her best friends, Brittany, 
And because it was for TV, they like go of all the rooms in, in Brittany and Jax's house, Brittany and Ariana go to Brittany's bed to talk about like if Tom can come to the wedding and if Ariana will be going to the wedding. And it's like, do you really, if this is, if this is really your friend, and it is, I believe that. Like, do you want to be having this stage conversation on your friend's bed? So weird. I have a question. Okay. Is it ever comfortable to sit on a bed with someone who's not your romantic partner? No, because like sitting on your bed is not the point. Like that's not like a comfortable position. You need to like be lying yeah. in bed. But it happens a lot of like hotel rooms. I'll be like with my buddy. We'll be like watching TV or something. It's just like no one. It's, we, there's always one person on the bed, one person in like a chair. One time Rachel Lindsay and I recorded the podcast in her hotel room about a year ago. And we did it like sitting on her bed. And it, it worked out. But it was awkward. It was weird. Yeah, I, that is a little weird. I had to make a fantasy suite joke at the very beginning because we were like sitting on her bed in the hotel <laughs> <Yes>. room. <laughs> love it Rachel was, Lindsay. She's around the, the studio sometimes. I love Rachel PM. Lindsay too. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah she's Big the best. Big shout to Rachel Lindsay. But it's just like it's a it's weird. A bed is not is not for sitting and for catching up. A bed is for sleeping and having sex. So that's you know it was just weird. Yes, it was a weird place to sit. And like, I don't know, man. It, the Ariana stuff we just have to address. Like the last scene was it was really her. sad. It was, and she's really going through depression, like in real life. I don't think you can really fake this stuff. So if you're going through depression in real life. It, living that through your reality television job, I feel like those two things need to be dealt with separately. I completely agree. And some of the stuff she was saying is really scary. Like she just wants yeah. to like, that she thinks about like driving herself, like driving off a bridge. Like that's really, really scary. I, I hope she's doing better. And I, I really like absolutely just wish that things work out for her. Yeah. It's, she's it's, going through stuff. It's not, it's not something that I would like to watch on television because I, the real world, the real world implications are too serious. And I think there are other reality television shows that would be more appropriate for this storyline to be included in. But this particular reality television show does not feel appropriate. Yeah, it's just it's not right. And especially compared to like Jax, who's freaking out about over his wedding. And like, meanwhile, Ariana is like having real world concerns. I mean, not to say Jacks aren't like people forget about weddings all the time, but it's just, it's apples and oranges. And we would yeah. like Ariana it's not to a, find it's help. It's not a good mix. Yeah. I'm, I mean, for her mental health and like, in like in a selfish way, like for my watching experience, yeah. like I like to laugh at this show and have fun. And like, you can't do it there. I know. And like, we loved how they used the flashbacks on this show, but when they did it to show when Ariana's like, this is not a safe space. And then they show everyone mm -hmm. like talking shit about her. You're like, okay, good point. But like, that's sort of like not the mode of this show. It's it's just, it's, it, it doesn't fit in the show. And more importantly, it's like very alarming for Ariana's well-being. So I hope she's okay. This was a while yes. ago now, almost nine months ago. So hopefully things have improved. But we don't know. So Ariana, we wish you the absolute best. Let's move on, okay? Let's hard pivot to something fun. Let's look at Brett and Charlie's weird lunch date at an empty Cafe <sighs> Gratitude on Larchmont. I think I like Charlie. Okay. Charlie's really doubling down on her weird diet. She's never had pasta. <laughs> Second yes. time she said that. And she revealed she's never had avocado, though she's from California. I liked it. Where from California? Barstow or something? Barstow, which is like on the way yeah. to Las Vegas. But I also do like that she's like, I'm a Latina chick from Barstow. Like, we don't do $15 smoothies, man. Like, no, no, no. I'll take the fried chicken sandwich without the bread. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, no. I like Charlie. <laughs> I also I also love that Sheena called her a club rat. So, so funny. That's like when an NBA player calls, like, a fellow. It's like That's like Kevin Durant calling another NBA player, like, a gym rat. Because, like, he's, like, always in the gym working out. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like takes one to no one kind of thing. I love club rat. And, uh, like, oh. 
So let's 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 just go through the the Brett and Charlie thing in sort of like a chronological order. Sure. Because we first find out about it, that they're going to hang out from when Brett goes to Lisa's house and Lisa's wearing heels. What? So, okay. Brett so is the trainer. This week, we finally got the full picture of Brett. Brett mm-hmm. moved to LA two years ago, got a job as Lisa's kind of trainer. She thought he was handsome. She put him on the show. Now we have to deal with him. And we're not hating it, but like now it's clear. He did not work at Sarah. He did not work at Tom Tom. He's just a plant from Lisa. Lisa has masturbated to Brett like Def- 400 Absolutely. times. Absolutely. <laughs> I also this week, I was like, oh, okay, Lisa's in love with Brett. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And like Ken yeah. doesn't really care. Ken's like, we've been married for how long? Like, what do you want me to do? He's like, get mad that she's got a hot trainer? Like, yeah. look at me. Lisa, I get it. Lisa has Brett come around because she's bored. Like, she's just like, I need someone who's hot to like entertain me. Okay, Brett, come over. Like, I'm not working yeah. out, but just ha- come hang out with me. So Good here's strategy. a question. Here's a here's a question. Um, I'm in a, in a marriage. You are not. No. In your future marriage, is your husband allowed to have a Brett trainer? Like when you're like when you're like 65 and, and he's like, meet Tatiana, my trainer, and she's just like some babe in a sports bra. I feel like at 65, maybe at 45, no. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too, Joey. <laughs> if Joey's listening to this podcast, but I don't think she is, like you gotta you gotta be seven decades on this earth before you can have a Brett trainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of like also when you're very clearly like just past your sexual peak, like very past it, that you're just like, this this is fine. You can come, whatever. When sex sex becomes something that you do like every month, it's like, yeah, yeah, sure. I have a Brett trainer. I don't even care. Yeah, when it's not something you're really going to actualize, then it's fine. Because it's like basically (laughs) having like a living, breathing like like magazine or something. Yes. And I still, I'm still, I'm still kind of shocked that you don't think Brett's that attractive. He's so deeply not for me. I do not. He works for me, man. He's like, look at his buff. He's tall. He's handsome. I don't, I just don't find him attractive. I think it's the hair. It's the tan. I think I've also pivoted in some of my opinion, some of my tastes lately. Like, oh, really? We can discuss what? that at a later date. No, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I wanna, just, what, what's I your just new say, type? I don't know, but I just think it's like, just, I just think it's evolving. I, humans evolve, Jacoby, okay? You don't want to talk about this, do you? No, I don't. I, don't. I do. I do. <laughs> well, you have what, my what number. Have you, who's been catching your eye? Who's been catching your eye recently, Juliet? Let's get back to Brett. <laughs> back to Brett. On a date with Charlie. So no, 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 no he's not. He's at Lisa's house. He's the oh, trainer. He comes over in workout gear, which is, first of all, everyone in Los Angeles wears workout gear 24 7 7 365, right? Yes. Like, like if everybody in the entire city of Los Angeles is in some sort of athleisure at all times, even like CEOs. It's incredibly easy to be overdressed in LA because like if you wear like like nicest shoes, jeans, and like a t-shirt, you're overdressed as a woman because like people wear exercise clothes all the time. And, all like, the time. It's not for working out. It's just the style. It's like to imply, it's sort of similar to Randall going without the bun. It's like to imply that perhaps you're being health conscious. Yes, but yes. It doesn't matter if you are or not. But so the trainer shows up. Lisa, not clearly not going to work out that day. Clearly not, no. Does Clearly like, not going to work out that day. I don't think Lisa's, I don't know, no shots. I'm just like, does Lisa really work out that much? I don't think she does. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Good for her. She looks good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, no shots. Yeah. Lisa looks she great. Looks, she looks great. She Do your thing, to. Lisa. Whatever. Whatever. So then from there, there's a conversation between Charlie, and, or sorry, there's a conversation between Sheena and Brett that you alluded to, which she, Sheena calls um, She's Charlie. She's in the car yeah. wearing some crazy sunglasses. Sheena just like, V. Stiviano is like, those sunglasses are too big. <laughs> I wish you could see me right now because I'm like holding my head in my face, I mean, holding my head in my hands. Sheena's really depressing. It's just like, Sheena, girl, what's going on? Also, she clearly filmed like 
either before or after because she went to the wedding and everything but like she's just never around the rest of the cast like she's just kind of like on her own island she must have had her own crew following her around to like they probably like shit we need to have more of a storyline so let's get Sheena involved so Sheena mentioned her famous enchiladas yeah and so I was like oh she makes famous enchiladas and I was like you know what let me google Sheena enchiladas and just see if I can get anything there and I didn't get much Um, there's a page six article about her butt and how it looks good now because mm. she made some dietary changes like stop drinking beer but does a lot of wonder for like, a lot of people then i was like you know what let me just google sheena vanderpump rules and see what happens so i was like google that and click news and i have news about sheena what is it new boyfriend what who is it new boyfriend she's Whoa, got a new boyfriend he's handsome news. They went to Las Vegas together, and very clearly it was a sponsored trip to Las Vegas because they stayed downtown at D Casino, which oh I've never my heard God. of. And they did, and they clearly, it was like one of those, like, they're not even hiding the fact that it's sponsored. You know what I mean? Like, here we are on the zip line at D Casino. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Here we are at the restaurant at D Casino. So she used her Instagram account to get a free weekend in Vegas to have sex with her new boyfriend, who's handsome. Guy looks handsome. I think Sheena does a thing where she, like, tests boyfriends in the offseason to see if they can make it onto the show. Because yeah, I mean, Remember when she, she dated uh, Robbie? You probably don't. She dated this guy, Robbie, who's currently on Siesta Key, who was previously on The Bachelorette. Like, she's she's a boyfriend tester to see, like, if they fit into her future. Yeah. Well, anytime someone, like, makes eye contact with Sheena for more than four seconds, she evaluates whether or not they fit into her future. Yeah, 100%. She, yeah. Sheena's currently uh, in England, in case you're wondering, which, like, doesn't oh, really seem really? like a spot for her, but okay. She left D Casino. Do your thing, girl. Yeah, do, oh, yeah. do whatever do, you do want. Your do your thing. <laughs> I'm happy for so her. In, in the car, Sheena, Brett's like, I'm not, I'm not going to eat your enchiladas, pun not intended. I'm going to have dinner with Charlie. And he says it to Sheena. And Sheena, who's absolutely obsessed with Brett, doesn't think this is a good idea. No, she doesn't. It's her friend, you know. And also, she's too, too young, I believe. Too, too young, immature. She needs someone more mature. She's a club rat. Charlie seems fun, though. I mean, she also... I like Charlie. She groups people... but She's definitely a bad waitress. Like, that's for sure. Right? We can agree on that. Um, Charlie's a bad waitress? Yeah. I don't know. Why do you think that? She, like... She got something wrong. They're like, no, no, you got to do it this way. I noticed that she got something wrong, and Raquel was not writing down the orders. Like, come on, ladies. Raquel write, of all people. Of all people. Write down the order. What, what are you trying to impress me here? You know what impresses me? Get it right. Not writing down the order is not impressive. Stop it. Just I, stop it. It just means you're going to get it wrong. It's obvious. Just stop it. I just know. Just stop. Just write it down, girl. Write it down. I'll take out your phone and record it. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Write it down. And But we got to talk about something about Charlie, which is the... I watched this at my desk, and um, when Charlie's interview outfit appeared on the screen, mm-hmm. first of all, I thought it was inappropriate for work. Sure. And second of all... Jalen lost his mind. Jalen came over and was like, what? what are you watching over here, my guy? What is this? She does not just show some cleavage. Her, she, you, like, it's like her whole her, body is being shown. Her midline yeah. is not covered up until like below her belly button. Yes, that's correct. It's, it's a, insane. It's a real club rat outfit. I think it makes it sense. It is a club rat she outfit. She probably was on the way to the club afterwards. Yeah, the wardrobe person had to like get concrete to keep this thing on, not just not just like a little two sided tape. <laughs> not like just they, tape. they like straight up just took out like a staple. Just like clunk clunk clunk. Make sure this works. We'll Incredible. clean the blood later. Absolutely, she she's really something. And then they finally go on the date. Do you think that was dinner or lunch? It was daytime. I know, but it was it was it was like June. Oh, so. it's summertime. So yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you, you have a six o'clock dinner, and it's still pretty here's, sunny. As someone who's like done a bunch of shoots at restaurants. 
They're not really I'm available a, at dinner time. They're they're available between like ten. It's like it's like nine and eleven. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, sure you can come in before we open, and like pay us a bunch of money. I'm like, Plus, All right, fine. I just remember they ordered smoothies at Cafe Gratitude at the stupid names. Like a smoothie's not a yeah. dinner order. Smoothies like post, no smoothies not post a workout. Order. So it was probably like a late lunch, like a two p.m. I I don't think they can yeah. have early call times on this show. Yeah, I think it's probably an off hour thing. You can also get into a restaurant between lunch and dinner. Right. Totally. So, so it's probably that. I'm, it, I'm guessing that was the window. It was a weird stage date. And that's when we just learned so much about these people that she's never had avocado. He's only been in L.A. for two months. It kind of seemed like a good date. I felt like they kind of had chemistry. You think so? A little bit. For TV, <laughs> at least. Here's one thing that I liked about Charlie is she was pretty spunky. Yes. And she was kind of like calling him out on his stuff a little bit. And like, I just, I just enjoyed, I, I don't know. Like I, she's not like just nice, like LA nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's got a little edge, which I really, really like. I liked her too. I mean, she's from Barstow. She's not just from LA. It's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like Charlie too. She's definitely, um, she's, she's, uh, jumped up at the power rankings ahead of Dana of the new people. I like Dana and Charlie both. Not enough Dana Max this week. Okay. Max. Max is a top tier asshole. I hate Max. All the oh, stuff. Really? All the stuff we know about him. That's like a baseline of this dude has got issues. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to mention like his Twitter stuff. Yeah, like we talked about it really inappropriate ago. stuff. And like, you know, he sleeps around at his job. Yeah. And but this is, he did something that really bothered me. He, they had a conversation about being exclusive mm-hmm. and then he tried to walk it back. And how did he try to walk it back, Jacoby? He was talking to like, it's like one of those things. He was very much with his girl. They really like each other. He proposed that it become exclusive, right? Yeah. And him. then later on, later on, he's like, he's like talking about it with Tom Schwartz, right? And he's like, I don't know, man. I was really tired. I think we said we're exclusive. Like, my guy, what are you doing? I know. Like, what are you, are you trying to be like a cool guy for the guys? Oh, I don't really like the girl because I'm cool. I like to sleep around. I'm a guy. Like, no, dude. If it's like, don't, don't, don't act like you don't know or you forgot or you halfway committed. Exclusive is being exclusive. You remember it. You were awake. He's just an asshole. I, I like that made me really turn on him. I was like, come on, man. Dana doesn't deserve that. She seems like a nice young woman. Yeah. It, it's, I don't like relationships where one person clearly is more into it than the other. Yeah. And I think over long relationships, it can vacillate. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And, but, like, I just don't, I just don't like it. It feels like manipulative. It feels a little weird. It feels like, like people aren't being honest. And it's clear to me that Dana is more into Max than Max is into Dana. I, I, com- I totally agree. Obviously, Dana is also like pushing the storyline forward for on our behalf, like making the phone calls out back. Dana's mm-hmm. like way, way more down to do this for whatever her reasons may be. And Max is just like, no, like I had a good thing going. I just want to be the manager of Tom Tom and stay here till three or four. By the way, LA bars close at two, like at the absolute yeah, latest. Yeah, yeah. Last calls at one thirty at, at the absolute latest. Like you can be home by two thirty, dude. Or three. I have, I have a lot of questions about that thing because then and then Dana. So he's Dana was like, "Are you going to come over?" And he's like, "No, I'm working tonight, but I can, but I get off at three. And then Dana's like, "That sounds like a booty call. I'm not into it." And then she was like, in her thing, she's like, "Max is not, Max is not showing me. I forget the exact quote, but she's like." Max is not like prioritizing me the way I'm used to. And from part of me was with Max. I'm like, okay, wait a second. Like the guy's working till 1.32 in the morning. Like he's going to, if he's, he's going to come tired. over at earliest, yeah, at earliest he's going to get there like 2.20. Like, yeah. and, but like it does not, I don't think Max is like 
wiping down the tables and like no. doing all the actual closing of the bar, like putting the the saran wrap on the bottles. You know what I mean? I don't think Max is some exactly accounting. his job. Maybe some, yeah, like, sometimes you got to do money. that little like cell work or something, yeah. or you know, make the credit for add the money the credit in the, card in receipts the, or in something. The safe? I don't know, but like yeah, a little bit of that. But come on, four a.m. It's like okay, so you're going to the club after or something like that. Like you I guess. Just, I, I I guess I don't I don't know. I, hard for me to imagine where Max goes out. I don't I don't know. I don't, yeah, when I lived in L.A., you were there. Like, I wasn't exactly, like, in the club scene, <laughs> you know? And I, I have not been in it for many years, so I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't know where, like, a Dana and a Max go. Like, what is, like, what do they do? I have no idea. Early on in me and Joey's relationship, very early on when we were, like, young and fun, like, the two of us went to a club. It's not, the nightclub is not a good date spot. No. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, we were, it was early on, so I was like, cool, I'm going to show her that I'm cool, and I, like, no promoters and get into clubs and stuff. So we get in, and it's all great, and then we, like, get a drink, and then we're like, we're now not really going to dance for two hours and like can't we don't hear know anyone else here and we can't hear each other. So wait, we walked wait. around, we like did a lap and they were like, we can't do this anymore. Were you going to the club, just the two of you? Yes. That's super weird. Not I fun. know. It was a really bad idea. It was <laughs> my idea. Really unfun. It's it's, so it was strange. really unfun. I regretted it like six minutes in. I was like, I just didn't, I didn't really like play this out how this was going to go. You That's know what I mean? so funny. How long did you stay? I We had to stay for like 45 minutes just to like do it. Oh but my like God. It, it wasn't, it was fun for like 10. That's Honestly, very funny. Never knew that about you guys. That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, it was one, one night from like 2002. So, you know, we haven't detailed everything we've done together. But if you want us to compile an email, we can do that. I know. But like just going to a club on a date is awful. I don't know if she even remembers. She you probably, know, I, probably doesn't. Yeah. She probably does not. It was a forgettable date. Oh, my God. It was a forgettable date. And yet, date. three kids later, it's, you're, you're still Here making it work. Happy for you, man. Here we <laughs> are oh dear oh dear well max and dana they're not long for this world but like i want her to dump him before he can dump her yeah oh definitely no he's gonna get caught cheating he's gonna he's gonna sabotage the relationship by cheating before the end of the season how do you think they felt about not being invited to the wedding these people max and dana yeah and and brett and charlie all the new especially max i I mean max actually works with with, or i guess he doesn't work with not really yeah i don't think they really care you know but the wedding, the wedding episode. Do you think we get the wedding or we get to like tease the wedding next? Tease the wedding. Next. There's no way they're yeah. giving that up right away. Yeah, next, exactly. Next week is episode 10 of the season, I believe. So there's like a lot still left. I think it's like a mm-hmm. 18 episode season, if I if I mm-hmm. recall correctly. Will we make it to the end? I don't know. But I don't think they can just give it all up next week. No. And I, I started, they're like, you're getting married next week. You're getting married next week. I was thinking, don't need to like get your travel together. I start packing and stuff. Yeah. I'm not ready for you their know? wedding. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I'm actually surprised it's happening so soon. I feel like despite the fact that like we're kind of sick of Jax being the groomzilla, I'm not ready. It came, it came so quickly in the season. I'm ready. Because if you think about it, like we had the bachelor party episode and the Miami trip and whenever they go on trips, fun things happen. Well, you know what? I just realized we didn't see Kristen this whole episode. No, yeah, she tweeted, she Instagrammed about that actually. Oh, and, what was that? And she posted a picture of herself, and uh-huh. she said, "Also, on that note, not definitely not enough Stassi." Kristen posted yes. about herself a picture of her wearing like a red um, patent leather bustier, and the, and the caption is, "Here I am, heart emoji, butterfly emoji. They forgot me in tonight's pump rules." And then uh, parentheses, he's making you crazy available for pre-order on Amazon. So I guess she has a book that she's selling. I, I had no oh, idea. Congrats, oh, good Kristen. For her. Good hey, for her. I'm happy for her. That just shows that she's really not friends with them and there was no way to fit her in. 
Yeah, there really was. And they've got a pretty big cast at this point, too. I know, because they got all the new people. Yeah. Um it's it's it was a it was a fine episode. I'm just I'm happy fine. I'm happy Randall's here. I can't wait to see what else we get from Randall and Lala. Yes. Are you ready for a Randall and Lala, Lala HGTV spinoff or what? No. Oh, come on. They said they're no. never gonna do Renos again, but do we believe them? Oh yeah. I just I don't know. Lala. How do I explain? Lala, you didn't pay for the renovation. You know, that's that's the hard part, okay? Because she made it sound like she made it sound like it was like a, a year-long documentary film that she had to make. You know what I mean? It was just like, no, Lala, that's it's not no, no. Renovations are not difficult for you. You make decisions about your home and you basically get someone else to build you the home that you want. That's not hard. Yeah, I I agree. Well, I, I that's true. Lala is probably overstating her involvement, but Love Lala though. Nonetheless, I'm really I'm I'm just excited that he's here. This feels like a big turning point, and I want to lean into it. I hope they do. Me too. Do you think Randall's Randall's drinking, right? Because of that page six thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. He's drinking because he didn't. Remember, he ordered shots. I liked his move to order tequila shots on his way to the table because they were late, and then he knew that Jackson and Brittany would accept them. It's like a peace offering. That was a boss move. <laughs> uh, I agree. I was really into it. Um, Jacoby, next week, we got pre-wedding. Wedding I number know. one. I'm next so excited. Next week is going to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about next week. We get to move out there. I know. Something else for sale, next for week. sales. What also, else happened next also, week? James is calling his girlfriend mean names. Oh, God. He's an asshole. James Kennedy. James Kennedy, uh, I, you know, I'm starting to think might not be a good person. Might not be a good person, James Kennedy. But Raquel will never leave that man. No, 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 no Raquel way. Raquel will never leave that man. Yeah, I know. Ever. I feel bad for Raquel. And James, too. James needs help, man. What'd you say? James needs help. James, James needs help. Yeah, he does. James and Ariana need like a little like off camera, you know, a little mental health check. The two of them. I, I think a lot of these, I think it's good that we're getting some new people in because a lot of these people just need to go. Yeah. They're, it's yeah. like they've outgrown it. It's okay. You outgrow college. We all move on. But the checks though. I know. That's the thing. That's why it's they're still like, doing it. You think do you, it's like, is Jack's going to like, be a bartender you know what i mean like there's only so many sponsored instagram posts you can you can you know that that's got to dry up at some point i know and also like i hope they're doing some life planning are they saving money i hope so they, i mean what it's, else did i see who else bought a house i think sheena bought a house sheena uh well she's in marina del rey stassi and Bo, they're in hollywood um i mean they're all they're all getting houses stassi and Bo are like showing off their house officially now even though it came out a few weeks ago Oh, yeah. Sassy and Bo got a house. That's right. In, That's right. in Hollywood. Why don't they have furniture yet? Why, why did someone explain to me why Tom and Ariana don't have furniture? Tom and Ariana are a legit mess. What are they doing? I don't I think know. There, was the bed on the floor? Is that what I saw this yes, week? Yes. What are y'all what are y'all doing? What was the plan when you bought the house? I don't know. And yet they made fun of Katie and, and Schwartz for keeping the stage furniture, but it looks like they should have. Yeah, but like what get get some chairs. Get yeah, some get, know. Go, you know, make a quick run. Get over to IKEA. <laughs> Get an Allen wrench. Put some stuff together. Ikea a, beds are task, cheap and easy to put together. I have get a, one. <laughs> to get a task rabbit. You know what I mean? Get a, yeah. get a Go to Ikea, have a task rabbit waiting at home, and then go out to dinner and come back and look at your house. That's what you do. I, I completely agree. <laughs> I put together a dresser for myself from Ikea, and it took me no less than six hours. Like recently like, or the one a few years ago no, in LA? the one a few years ago in LA. Yeah. Remember, I remember before we had kids, I had yeah. like an arm. I had like a changing room. And then, you, <laughs> and then you also had like some debacle where you had to go to a faraway IKEA or something like that. Remember? I don't know. I don't before remember it was anything. before Quincy was born. I remember. I remember Jacoby. I remember everything. Um, 
thank you so much for doing this as always. We can now find you on ESPN one, correct? Oh yeah. Congrats. That was some news. We are not airing on ESPN one yet, but in the first week of April, Jalen and Jacoby will be available on ESPN one at 4 PM. And I am now available on ESPN one on 4 PM on high noon because my colleague Pablo Torre had a baby. Congratulations, Pablo. That's awesome. Violet. Great name. Violet. Violet is a great name. Um, it's a great name. We'll be back next week. Please watch That's Below right. Deck Sailing Yacht, by the way. Check it out. I want to I will it. watch that. And everyone, please subscribe and download the Jalen and Jacoby podcast. Talk to you next week, Jacobs. Bye, Julia. Bye.